She tossed the covers aside, got out of bed, and padded barefoot down the stairs in her green silk pajamas. She looked at the kitchen clock, mentally computing the time difference between Sage Bluff and Honolulu. Grabbing her phone, took the slip of paper from under the magnet on the refrigerator and punched in her father's number. What a way to interrupt a honeymoon. Hey, Dad. Um, getting a good tan? Having a ball, little girl. So, what's wrong? You sound funny. Tell me fast, we're heading to a luau. It's a fancy word for barbecue. He yelled something unintelligible to his wife, Marty, in the background, then came back on the line. What? She tried to give him a shorthand version, but he interrupted every sentence to say, Oh, God, on my property? That's just awful. Then to Marty, he said, Go get yourself one of those coconut drinks. This is going to take a while. Yes, and they hid her in your haystack. It was hideous. In my haystack? Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, sorry. This gets worse. Russell called after dinner to say your big bullnose pliers, the one you use for fence repairs, was definitely the weapon. She heard muffled swearing. Did you ever hear of Amber Reynolds? Don't think so. She was coming here. I don't mean to sage bluff. I mean here, to the house. What the? She bit her lip and closed her eyes. Yeah, I know, Daddy. It's all awful. There was a message on the answering machine from her saying she wanted to stop by, but the beeper was turned off and I didn't hear it until tonight. Lord have mercy. What an awful thing. Again, she heard him yell to Marty. I'm telling you, honeypot, go down to the bar and get yourself a piñata colada or something. I'll be down in a few minutes. Muffled tones came through the earpiece. Then, I don't care what they're called. I need to talk to Jesse, so I might be a few minutes late. Go enjoy yourself with the tour group. For God's sake, don't let them leave without my fat behind sitting in the bus. Try to get one of those bench seats in the back. So? Jesse prompted. No, honey, I didn't know her. But you'd better go check the mail on my desk. There's a letter there you'll want to share with Russell. It's from an FBI agent. What? You're kidding, right? No, it's the doggone story. It seems the FBI has an art theft office. The Thomas Moran paintings that disappeared years ago? Well, there's an agent following a new lead. I know the old story, Dad. What about the FBI fellow? Someone called Christie's auction house and described the little painting Moran had given Kate Morgan, asking if they could list it on consignment. It's been on a list of stolen Moran work ever since it disappeared, and the employee at Christie's was well aware of that. Sounds like all of the auction houses have a list of hot art, full descriptions, the whole shebang. Did they find the person trying to sell it? She paced back and forth, holding the phone to her ear, wishing she'd put on her slippers. The tile floor felt like ice on her bare feet. No, the guy was calling from a disposable phone. They couldn't track the number. And something spooked him, and he hung up. Wow, how did you find all this out? I talked to the FBI agent. He paused. If the girl did say Thomas Moran, then Russell is on the wrong trail. You'd better call that FBI fellow and tell him about this girl, and tell Russell again to check the Moran angle. Jesse groaned. Like I can get him to listen about anything. I know you and Russell don't get along, but you used to be as close as brother and sister. He's a good guy. He cleared his throat. 
I know you're mad that he married Kevin's girl, and there's something... Don't get me talking about him, Dad, she interrupted. You'll never get to your luau. Yeah, yeah. Methinks you doth protest too much. She ignored him. But what if the girl was afraid of the police for a good reason? What if it was a cop who hit her? If the FBI wrote to you, they may have touched base with the sheriff's department in town, too. But that would have nothing to do with the girl. Where would she fit in? No idea. When I talked with Russell this afternoon, he said they have a lead. Something about a druggy boyfriend. I don't know if the girl had any drugs in her system or in her bags, but he wouldn't tell me if there was. He'd probably say police business if I asked. But I'll tell him about the letter from the FBI, but he already thinks I have a screw loose. And if it really was a cop who murdered that girl, what if he shares my info with the wrong guy?